Welcome world to episode 169 oh. of the Chamberlain and Chance and Alex podcast. My name is Chance. I write the games at chance.blogspot.com, whereupon sometimes you will find hotly rel- or hotly political comics. Hotly. Hotly. Hotly political. I really liked, uh, I, I, I should have, I didn't have time to like really do a post today, so I just kind of like threw up some comics that I liked. I loved that one where the woman is talking about why like, why pro-choice is, is a good thing and what what the point of it is. And then just kind of pointing out that, who was it, Alyssa Milano was calling for the sex strike? Yeah. That it's kind of counterproductive to the actual purpose no, of the... sex as a weapon is a problem. But yeah. Lisa Strada from is either gender, come on. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah, like, I, I hadn't I hadn't thought of it like that at all. No. I just, like, Alyssa Milano tweeted it out, and I was just like, well, I'd be... I'd be pretty pissed too in that situation, and I'm kind of pissed off about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't think much of it at all. And then to have it framed like that, I thought it was was very interesting. So I really like that kind of turning that on its head for me. Oh yeah, and uh, and with me is uh, Alex of DailyCrackpot.blogspot.com. Alex, how's it hanging? Pretty good. I suggested the segment, and we're doing it, and I'm happy about that. We are do we are doing it, and with me as always is Chamberlain of InfiniteBacklog.blogspot.com. Oh wait, just InfiniteBacklog.com. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. You guys gave me homework. I had to think about yeah. this episode. I, I, I didn't have to think that much. Well, I, I had to narrow it down because I just play so much that it's the stuff starts to blend together in your head. And you have to kind of get in there and separate things. And well, I say we get right to it then. So Alex's suggestion was that we each come up with our favorite quests. Quests in games. Do we need to define quest, first of all? Is this something, or, or, or simply calling it quest no, enough? No, it was not defined in the well, initial yeah. suggestion. Therefore, no. anything you determine to be a quest counts. Okay. Which is good, because my number one pick is not a quest in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> as it would be traditionally defined. And I am dying to hear it. Okay. All right, all right. But this, Alex, you have the floor. This is your I idea. I have the floor. Oh, dear. Absolutely. You get to okay. start. So. so I'm going to see if you guys can... Do you guys remember a lot about Fallout New Vegas? So it was so. a while ago. Do you remember uh-huh. Return to Sender? No. Okay. No. Tell okay. us. Okay. So the uh, the vault, or sorry, it's Nukipedia now, is the best fan wiki ever, and okay. it was I could not peel myself away from it every time I played New Vegas because it just knows where everything is, and it's just kind of hard to remember that. And so I was just going through all the weapons I didn't have because I needed all the sweet ass guns. And the best revolver in the game is called the Ranger Sequoia. And it, oh, yeah. it belongs only to NCR captains. And you cannot, you, you have to kill an NCR captain to get it. And I didn't want to do that. I was like, is there any quest that has the uh, Ranger Sequoia as a reward? And a quest called Return to Sender does, which I kind of ignored because there's a lot of NCR quests that are just kind of ancillary. There's really good ancillary ones where, like, you have to drag a woman's husband's corpse across enemy lines so she can bury him really quick <laughs> to the point and quietly devastating and just, like, everything in this game. I love it so much. Favorite of all time. Know that going forward. This this one starts off with a... There's a comms officer, I think, at Forlorn Hope 
I'm pretty sure, who's like, I'm getting a lot of really weird chatter, and I don't have time to look at it, but they're talking about, like, super mutants working for the for the um, Caesar's Legion, there's, like, trained death claws by the Omeritas, someone's got to look at this shit, I don't know what's going on. And you look into it, and everyone you talk to is like, what? No, that didn't happen. Those three guys died because they were playing with a grenade. I don't know who the <laughs> hell's talking about trained death claws, it's bullshit. That's terrifying. Train yeah. Death yeah. And it's, and it ended up following all that bullshit to the nicest guy in the whole NCR. Chief Hanlon played brilliantly by Chris Christopherson. You just, you, I, I, I had run into him earlier because I was just checking off Camp, Camp Golf earlier. I, it's, my, I, it's not my favorite place to go. There's not a whole lot to do there, but there's a really chill dude in the balcony looking at a lake. It's got some really chill things to say about how beautiful that lake is. And I have to ask him some questions about the reports. I'm like, well, have you seen this? What the hell is going on? And he's just like, I think we need to have a private conversation. <laughs> and he takes you into his office and he tells you, look, I've been, we've been fighting over this, this dam with the Legion for a really long time. These are the worst I've ever faced. If we win, we're not going to win well. We will be decimated. These kids have fought for too long for almost nothing. We're spread too thin. We have to go home. And I lied to help make that happen. And it was wrong. And I will let you decide what happens next. And he and to get the register quarry, you have to turn him in. I'm like, sorry, dude. This is treason. You oh, have to face God. the consequences. And he says, okay. Go, go get the MPs. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And when you walk out, he locks the door, and I'm going to read it off here. He gets over the intercom and says, Rangers, this is the chief. I know I can ramble on sometimes, but I need you to listen close for the next minute or so. I got some bad news. I messed up. I made a mistake. thought I could help get us out of here, but it didn't work. Rangers get injured all the time. That's part of the job. But if you lose a few fingers, get a bad break, that's it. You step down. We rely on each other too much to let our infirm infirmity. <laughs> uh, what's the I mean, this guy? Infirmities. Infirmities. Is that a real word? Yeah. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Infirmities become a liability. A ranger knows when it's time. Only I didn't. Somewhere along the way, something inside me broke. Couldn't find us a way out of this desert. I wrestled with it, and it took me down a dark road. I wish I could explain it to you. Old chief's finally at a loss for words. Send me all the legion you can. I'll be waiting for him. Bang. Bang. The gun's yours. And I didn't want it. Uh Uh-huh. That was the best quest I ever played. Took you down one road. Subversion of expectations. Emotional impact. Not even the best of Mass Effect reached that for me. Um, Really? Because I didn't didn't see it coming. See... As an odd role mentioned for me from Mass mm. Effect 2, mm-hmm. the suicide mission. Yep. I would say that's one of the best finales ever done. Yeah. And especially because I did, without looking anything up, I did it. Nobody died. Because you made, you made sure your crew trusted you. Yeah. And I, and I put them in the right places. And you did, did all the missions. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, to, did do, all the missions, to, yeah. to do that just naturally off the top of your head is fucking supernatural. I did not. I, I had a lot of people die the first time. I didn't. I didn't think they could die. That was the thing. <laughs> like, oh shit! There goes Fishman. Oh man, I liked him. <laughs> nope. No, I, I, I liked all of those characters, and goddamn it, Tally was not dying because she was my bay at that point. Can Tally so, die? Yes. Uh, anybody, yeah, any shit. of them can die. Oh man. 
but no, I I kept them all alive. That's not on my list of three, but that, that's mm-hmm. definitely up there. Uh, yeah, I didn't even as... think of that. that. I should have considered that. Mass Effect Two is the best of the three Mass yeah. Effects. Let's just put that. I mean, that that's now. never been in question. No, 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 no. You could right. you could tell they missed a year, a whole year <laughs> of development on that last one there. Mm-hmm. Who wants when, next? When I was when I was thinking about a quest, <clears throat> um, a quest that really stood out for me. It's actually a quest from Dying Light. Um, and it's in the first zone, and the first zone, your home base, the base of the good people, is an old apartment building. And most of the apartment building is uninhabitable. Uh, it might have some zombies in it or something. But the top, like, five floors is uh, is basically like a, a squatter's camp for a bunch of refugees. All the people who've survived the zombie outbreak in this area. And so, you know, like, you've got doctors, you've got nurses, and you've got a bunch of rules that everyone's expected to follow, including... Uh, no one inside the tower can be armed. That's just how it goes. The guards are armed, no one else is armed. Just to be safe. So there's this guy named Dawood. Dawood has a wife and a kid. And, uh, he wants to, he wants to try to get them out of the city. Um, and he wants to be able to defend them. So he makes you a deal. He will give you the combination. He will tell you where his pawn shop is. And he'll give you the combination to the safe in his pawn shop if you bring him a pistol. Any kind of pistol. And you don't really think about it. It's a quest. You know, you, you do the job. So you go out, you, you get a gun for him, you bring it back. Uh, he gives you the combination to the safe. All right, everything's cool. So, you know, you go and you unlock the safe and everything's great. Or you don't. You just forget. I think I just forgot. And then I got a call over the radio. Uh, there's some shit going down back at the tower. We need to get back there. So I go back. Dawood has shot a couple guards uh, because they found out that he had the gun. And he's dragged his kid out and left his wife there alone in the tower. Um, and so now everyone's pissed. They have no idea where he got the gun. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know, I just don't say shit. And and you things... are literally a spy at that point. Yes, and because um, you, yeah, you're you're working for you're working for like another government agency that has yeah. nothing to do with these people. And um, and then a couple hours after that. You get a call from Dawood himself. He wanted to get his kid out of the city. He was desperate enough to, you know, get a gun and try to make it on his own. Turns out he couldn't. Turns out he got, you know, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe a kilometer away from the tower before he got bit. So he drags his kid into a nearby house or an apartment building, I think it was. And he he finds an apartment that's relatively safe and he shoves the kid into a closet. And tells the kid, no matter what you hear, don't open the door. No matter what you hear, even if it sounds like me. Because if you open the door, I will hurt you. Hmm. And so you go to try to rescue the kid, and you hope the kid's still alive. And when you get to the house, what you find is a recently deceased zombie pounding at the door of a closet. Desperate to kill the little boy inside. And it's Dawood. So you pull out whatever weapon you got, and you kill him. And you open the closet to save his son. I don't know why Dawood is the one that sticks out for me. But the dad, um, desperate to save his son from himself. And unable to stop himself from trying to kill it until you kill him. Ah, I just loved it. No, it's really great implied tragedy. Yeah, it was very powerful to me. Yeah, Reminds me of that, that horror short video called Cargo. Oh. Have you seen that one? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about um, it's, it's about zombies. It's a, it's a zombie apocalypse one where there's and it, there's, and yeah, it was turned into a full release, wasn't it? 
It was. I never saw it because I don't think the I don't, I don't oh, think right. that that idea could be would could work over more than ten minutes. Yeah, Bill in that. Yeah, yeah. But the ten minute video is Martin Freeman. Cr- yeah, yeah. The ten minute video is crushing mm. because at the end, after they shoot him, the woman finds the baby and the look on her face because she found this live baby, and they go from just walking away from the zombie corpse to burying a hero because they realize what he had done to save the child. It's a tremendous just 10-minute short story, short video. Hmm. It's hard to watch if you got kids. If you don't have kids, it's, it's a hard watch. Yeah. Does anyone else have a second pick for favorite quest? I got a couple here. Um, and they actually reflect different kind of generations of hardware and, and different things that I was looking for at the time, depending on my age. Okay. Uh, the first one, we're going way back to getting the Master Sword in Legend oh, of Zelda yeah. Link to the that, Past. That was a good one. And two that was reasons. huge. Yeah. First of all, you've got like the three smaller dungeons you have to get to before you get to the Master Sword. And having, you know, played the first one, I thought, well, I've only got a couple more left. You get the Master Sword and you realize, wow, I have so much more of this game to go. Yeah, but you don't even realize that until you go fight Ganon. I know. And then yeah. you finish that and you're like, wait, I've got to get the Triforce now. And second, I just, I remember the, the haunted wood or the, the whatever that woods are. Just yeah. looking really good for Super Nintendo. Something no, with the it, shadow overlays. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was just oh. a shadow overlay that made it look like sun was coming through the trees. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. And, and it, yeah, that worked for me because I was still young enough that I didn't mind the less directed, just kind of look everywhere quest. I mean, Link to the Past is a more directed experience than the original Legend of Zelda was, but there still is a lot of poking around just trying to oh, find it. Oh, Mist and Riven are unplayable now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, I, I think they'd be yeah. more playable now than they ever have been, given the existence Just of Just look Wikis. it up. Yeah, exactly. You had to buy the strategy guide. Yeah. It was some yeah. bullshit. But I, I remember to this day pulling it out and the sunlight coming through the the the, the, the forest. So I'll play a HD remake of that any day, when that, whenever that finally comes out. No, it was it was that. it was great, and the moment where you pull the sword when like the light starts to focus into the mm-hmm. sword, and you can hear the music swelling and swelling and swelling. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yes! it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. It was Actually, amazing. you know what? It's really good. One of my favorites uh, in Borderlands Two when you finally get Sanctuary to fly. You remember what happens there? God, no. I don't even remember that. Okay, well, it's when you realize that Angel's working for Jack. He finally gets the shield around Sanctuary to drop. And it's just killing people left and right, and you don't, you know the city's supposed to fly, but you you try to make it fly, and you just can't get that engine to kick on. And just running around, people's heads are exploding. They're trying to escape, and you get Lilith to just basically make the city fly on her own with her you know siren powers. And you're just like, well, great. Now we're airborne, but we're still getting pounded with shells, and everyone's still gonna die. And then Lilith just face walks the entire city, <laughs> and it starts with you know Scooter going like, oh shit. This is one of them moments. Catch a rat! <laughs> Just, Catch a ah, rat. man, it's perfect. Um, okay, so my, my quest that, it's not a quest. It's, it's a, st- I'm sure I've told you this guys probably twice. And this is how I played World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I started playing World of Warcraft because a bunch of my friends, well, first of all, my little brother was into it, and so I just wanted to check it out. And then once I had uh, checked it out, even for a couple minutes, I was like, okay, let's try this. Mm-hmm. So I found the server that my old friends from Final Fantasy XI were playing on, and I joined up on, and I joined up with that server. And they had all in, immediately out-leveled me by the time I joined the game. They were all, like, level, they were all at the level cap, and I had just joined. 
And so I became so accustomed to just kind of wandering around and just exploring and doing whatever I felt like at that time that whenever I would meet other players who would really enjoy hanging out with me because I just had a totally chill, easygoing, yeah, sure, I'll help out kind of way about doing things. Like I was, I was the most interesting thing you could do in World of Warcraft as far as I was concerned was help people out. Until I became... God, you're so Canadian. I love you. I <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's about to turn. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Until I was level 37? I think I was level 37? Um, when I was in the the jungles around Booty Bay, which is a goblin pirate town, and um, an, uh, uh, some monster dropped uh, a legendary dagger, and I was a rogue. And so I asked around my guild to say, like, should I keep this dagger? Is there something better a couple levels later? They're like, no, there is no better dagger in the game until level 55. Mm. All right. So, uh, like, don't sell it. If you sell it, you'll get, you know, like 125 gold, which was a fortune. But you should probably just use it. So I did. And what I ended up doing was... Um, I would, again, I, I had made, I had made a bunch of friends just playing through the game and they always wanted me to go do dungeon runs with them. They wanted me to like run instances with them, do cool shit like that. And I never could because I was, because even if I met them at the same level, a week later, they would be five levels above me. Cause I just, I just cruise. Like I was having fun with the act of playing the game. And so what I would do is I would, um, I would go around farming materials for thistle tea and uh, explosives. And as an engineer, which is one of the careers you can choose to take in World of Warcraft, I could build all kinds of crazy explosives and all kinds of crazy, I could use all kinds of crazy um, tools and abilities that you can't use unless you have that job. And when I say crazy abilities, I mean like there's one that's called, oh God, I think the rocket helmet, which uh, what you do is you target something and then you instantly impact them so hard that you knock them out for 20 seconds. Ooh. Yeah, so it's a massive stun. Yeah. Um, there's another one called uh, the Gnomish Mind Control Helmet. <laughs> what that does is you hit a target, and if the mind control does take effect, and it can't fail, but if it takes effect, your perspective immediately changes to that of your target. And if your target uh, is hurt at all, then uh, it'll kick it back to your perspective. That sounds like a headache. So, oh no, it, it allows a great deal of opportunities. Okay. And so what I would do is I would do nothing but farm materials for thistle teas, which allowed me to extend my every combo you can do as a as a as a rogue. You have to spend energy to do it, and so you can do like two moves, and then you got to wait another ten seconds for your energy to fill. This is With a the, real min maxing dirty talk, and I love it. That's right. <laughs> With the thistle tea. You can do a move called Cheap Shot, which stuns them for four seconds, then do a backstab, then pl do a Thistle Tea, then do a backstab. This has built up five combo points. With five combo points, they can, you can then use a finisher ability called like Eviscerate or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. So Cheap Shot, backstab, Thistle Tea, backstab, Cold Blood, Eviscerate. Cold Blood turns whatever your next move is into a critical strike. <laughs> so, and you could be talking about Diablo right now. That's right. And so what I would do is I would just gather all these materials, go to a town in the Barrens, called uh, the Crossroads. And this is where all the little low-level 15 to 20 uh, horde levels come to grind up through levels 12 to 20, basically. And th that whole area was non-PVP. But I could still kill any NPC in the town, including all the NPCs that people are trying to turn in their quests to. 
And if anyone flies in from a zone where they've just been in contact or they fly in from a con- from a combat zone, they will still be flagged for combat for five minutes. And if anyone tries to attack me, they are suddenly flagged for combat. So what I would do is I would farm up all these materials, go to crossroads, and just raise that town to the ground. <laughs> and you hear bells first, and when you're riding a dragon. No, 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 no. I just did it for fun. Oh. I just did it for fun. And... Um, and some of the NPCs in the town were things that I could not kill. I wasn't even level 40. One of the, one of the NPCs was level 55 and he was an elite. So he was essentially a level 65. He's the, the flight master and you use him to fast travel between points. And, but he's a horde flight master. He doesn't like me. And if he sees me, he will immediately come and try to attack me. And when he does that, he sub, he summons three level 55 elite wyverns to help him. Jeez. Now, so that's obviously very dangerous to me. You know who it's also dangerous to? Everyone Everybody else? around you. No. No. Oh. Anyone affected by the gnomish mind control helmet who was oh, told to attack dear him. me. <laughs> so I would go in there and just beat the crap out of this town until people would call in their high-level friends or they would switch to their high-level account. They would come in like this level 60 warrior in all the best gear in the game would get off the flight master and look around and he'd type something in all chat that I could see like, come out here, you stupid little rogue, I'm going to kick your ass. And then suddenly he finds he's not in control. He turns to the flight master, bonks him on the head, <laughs> and then is immediately destroyed by this uh. thing. This is a spy thriller. So you trolled. You literally. No, it wasn't troll. I I was a character. No, no, you snapped a game made by Blizzard in half. I was I was a character in that world on that realm for those horde players to the point that by the end of probably a year and a half of doing that, I had more horde horde friends that I actually talked to a lot than alliance friends because <laughs> they so, would come out and duel me and shit. There's a South Park episode about you. Uh, no, I was not that guy. <laughs> oh, I was not that how guy. can you kill that? Which has had no left. <laughs> yeah, no, it was not that bad. But um, but no, like I made I made a lot of really really good friends. I actually had some people switch servers to come hang out with me, and I would repeatedly have friends that I'd made as I leveled up slowly, saying, "Man, come on, when are you gonna come be level sixty? Like, when are you gonna be level fifty? What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Hey, this is how I play the game. If you don't like it, that's fine. I'm a performance artist, but I'm not I'm not gonna go gain levels just to make you happy. <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm gonna play this game and make you realize shit you two couldn't you didn't know it was possible." Actually, I did. I yeah. did. Like there were, there were a lot of pe- apparently, um, all the high levels in my guild were telling me that there are horde people who say that they are terrified of the idea of you hitting sixty, <laughs> because I killed my first level sixty when I was forty two. Mm-hmm. They were they were a mage, and I still remember it. They they came for a hunter friend of mine when we were both attacking the town, and <laughs> my hunter friend hadn't gotten any damage on him, and I snuck up behind him, cheap. Uh, cheap shot backstab, thistle teeth backstab, cold blood eviscerate, goblin sapper charge. The goblin sapper charge deals some damage to me, and it deals massive damage to anything in an area of effect. And I killed my first level 60 at 42. It was amazing. Did you get, do you get loot for killing players? No, I, th- I don't even think you get XP. I don't, think you, I don't think you got anything. You just got, you just got to kill the, them. The, the sense of a job well done. Yeah, you just got to do it. <laughs> Satisfaction for killing the filthy horde. That's right, that's right. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I've heard that. I haven't heard that one. That's really good. He's told that before. I've totally told that story. Before. Oh yeah, I do not oh, remember, yeah. it, and I enjoyed that immensely. Yeah. So the second quest—it's actually a very incredibly mundane quest, but this is a PlayStation Two era when I was not playing PC games at all. The only version of Diablo I had played was on, which I, which that, was on that, a PlayStation One, which was oof. crap. May, may I, I say that Diablo was a great 2. generation to not touch the PC. Yeah. 
So I like decided I'm going to play Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. And Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, for the uninitiated, is a action RPG by Snowblind that was tremendous. The very first mission is literally you go into the bar and he says, hey, can you go to the basement and kill some of these giant rats? <laughs> and so you do. But I remember walking in there going, wow, this this looks really cool. Can I, can I break this over here? And I hit like a table and it breaks. I'm like, I can break things? Is this isometric? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's isometric, same kind of view as like Baldur's Gate, which I had played, and Neverwinter Nights, which I had played, but none of those are kind of real-time. Those are all kind of those pseudo, you know, turn-based things where you can pause the action, whereas this is like a real-time action RPG, and it was the first really good one like that on the PlayStation 2, and there were others after that. There was, you I know, did not know it was on PS2. Yeah, Dark, Dark, Dark Alliance 2, which actually was not by Snowblind. Snowblind went and did Champions, Champions of Norath, which was um, basically Baldur's Gate except EverQuest. Uh. Um but that very first quest, it was, it was like this, like all those nights of playing D&D in college suddenly was like, wow, there it is. My people. So I remember that one. And then finally, for a more modern one, now that I have much more sophisticated tastes, that killing rats and breaking barrels is not enough for me. Of course it's The Witcher 3, and it has to be The Bloody Baron. Mm-hmm. Because that quest, you you end up, almost having sympathy for this terrible human being. The Bloody Baron is awful. In a drunken rage, he, what, beats his wife? Several and, times. Yeah, and her unborn child... Until she has the courage to leave. Yeah, yeah, and then somewhere in there, an unborn, her unborn child dies. And then they're being haunted by this ghost that's created by the unborn child. Oof. Well, no, 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 you, you make the lubberkin to bring it peace. Like, yeah, 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 but he... tortured by the... He, but he, but he has to like hold the thing and bury it. Yeah. So he like has to hold this demon of his unborn child. No, but the first time you see the lubberkin is still one of those oh god moments. Oh moments, yeah. Which yeah. Is like, oh, that's yeah. that is fucking horrible and kind of almost cute, but also yeah. good god. <laughs> but the fact that it actually manages to build sympathy for a despot, he is a terrible person. It's a great performance. Yeah, yeah, and and, and you know, he, he talks about that. Yeah, he admits, you know what? I have a drinking problem. Since my wife left, I stopped, but I, you know, I would beat her. And you go find her somewhere, and she's like, not entirely truthful about things. It's just, it's it's it's. There are and there are so many stories like that in Witcher two and three. Oh, yeah. oh just that, like the the finale there, where his wife gets turned into a fucking monster, and it's just yes, awful. It's awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I never got around to playing the DLC for Witcher Three. I really should one. Oh these my days. god, the DLC yeah. is so good. Yeah. Just just watch Hearts of Stone as a movie. Just do it. It's it's that good. Yeah. One of the best villains in gaming history. Chance, I wish you could have looked past the the wishy washy combat. Yeah, the combat's game. really floaty. Spe- but... Speaking of stories, I finished the end of uh, Mortal Kombat 11 the other day. Oh yes. Oh my god. Oh yes. That's so fucking crazy. So <laughs> fucking Katana Khan. Katana is the ruler of the yeah, out- K- Outworld. Katana becomes oh. the ruler of Outworld. Fucking, I'm going to spoil the shit out of this. Fucking, yeah, go for it. Fucking Raiden gives up his god powers and pours them into Liu Kang. So yep. Liu Kang becomes lightning fire, fire and lightning god Liu Kang. Yep. Uh, and the thing is, they lose. History is reset, and yeah. Liu Kang has to rebuild it. Yeah. So and this is this is how they get around to making Mortal Kombat 12 like completely different now. Yeah, like, like, time, time has been reset. But, you know oh. what really pissed me off about Mortal Kombat 11? Mm. Cassie didn't have the short hair. No. I didn't like that. She got really long hair between like the last two games. Yeah. yeah. And her mom has long hair, so they just look like twins. Anyway. 
Actually, there's that thing, moment where she's yeah. like, "You could be my sister." <laughs> quick thing about the Bloody Baron. My favorite thing yes. about him is like you can finally ask him, "Hey, why do they call you the Bloody Baron?" He's like, "Oh, okay." There was a fight at a textile mill, and the dye got into the river. It was red. It's stupid. <laughs> that's a pretty good explanation, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, but no, that's that 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 quest stands out for me in in, in a game full of great quests. I think that game's like a quest stood out for everyone because I even because all all you had to do was say that you you had a quest from Witcher Three and I'm like oh it's that one and you're yeah. like what one I'm like ah bloody bear <laughs> yep yep I forget okay the name of the other Witcher the the person with the the woman with the white hair Sir Siri Siri yeah 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 how how he actually took care of Siri yeah he's like this awful person but Siri yeah. shows up hurt and he like They're, takes care they, of they her. have a total father daughter thing and it's yes. great hmm. Yeah, I know. And um, this quest where you finally find Siri, it took way too long to find her. But when you do find yeah. her, there's just this great scene where like you're just catching up while she's like in a bed. It's just, ugh. It's such a good game. Hmm. Um, But I have one more thing to say about The Witcher 3. Oh, uh, Hearts of Stone. There's a fourth of Hearts of Stone that's just a great um auction house heist. Hmm. Cool. That's just a fourth of Hearts of Stone. I'm still going to play it. God, you're killing me, both of you. Oh, no, like, I'm, I'm, you I'm, actually, Jim, you actually like Witcher Three. You, I love Witcher Three. I just you, never got around to playing the DLC for it. And he'll never not. play a game twice. Oh, you've you've got to do that. And oh man, the Vampire War and the fa- and the, like the in a French high fantasy world and uh, was it was it? Oh God, the other one. Mm. Uh, what? what is it called? Witcher Three. The 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 other DLC. Blood oh, and oh, wine. Oh, I, I blood and wine. Blood and wine. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, any yeah. Of that. You have such a great vampire buddy in that. Oh my god, <laughs> that laugh is my favorite. An amazing game. I'm, a, I'm, yeah, yeah, it was really good. It was yeah. really good. Are we going to talk about what we played this week, or just go straight into headlines? Oh well, I I didn't do much. Borderlands Two <sighs> did a really fun game of Civ Six. Not much to report. I've been uh, I've been playing Anthem. Oh, sorry. yeah. I am so sorry. Yeah, no, no, I've heard really good things about this game. Now, as I recall, much like Days Gone, it was kind of panned by critics, but I expect that like Days Gone, it's actually really good and worth playing. No, no, no. no. Everything you've what? heard about it what? is right. What? Everything you've heard is right. So, Alex. Yeah. What was the best part of Destiny 2? The best part of Destiny 2. Well, because there, Destiny 2 had some good stuff in there. Really good stuff. Really good grind. Really good loot. Every single gun was interesting to play mm-hmm. and it had that bungee shooting the oh, secret sauce shooting. and the bungee mm-hmm. enemies the enemy ai is really good mm-hmm. and the actual i mean there is a lot of enemy repetition in there but the enemies themselves They're look so pretty cool yes yeah so now picture destiny 2 okay without any of that i'm, I'm really just seeing um inquisition no I'm, I'm i'm seeing the i'm seeing the loading program from the matrix yeah <laughs> So Anthem is literally Destiny 2 without the interesting level design, without the bungee shooting, with very boring weapons. Oh, no excuse for that for a loot the, game. And the, the only, the, the, the things that are cool I can count on like a couple of fingers. One, jumping and pushing in the left trigger to like move from jumping to flight looks pretty cool and feels cool every single time. Oh yeah, that, the, that flight scene animation is great. Yeah, the the the, the yeah, way the, you the, fly the special, in the mech. The special effects of the shit you shoot always looked pretty cool in trailers. It does. No, I mean visually it's fine. Although well, it's Honestly, honestly though, Borderlands 2 with the physics on looks better than this. Well, there's a, the problem here is that it's 
it feels small. It's this giant world, but it feels small. Okay, so yeah, you're an oversized that. mech. Well, That's you, heartbreaking. You, you say like the level design is bad, but it's an open world. It, it it is an open world, but the paths between areas are very narrow. Like you have this giant know. chunk here, and if you fly too high, you hit a literal invisible ceiling, uh-huh. and yeah, it, it pushes like, you back down. Yeah, again. It looks like a meadow, but it feels like a corridor. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Ugh. But and is then, is it actually a corridor, like a series of corridors? It's it's a series of just giant rooms. Okay. With uh. and between each section, there's like one or two pathways. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and and. Individual missions, like if you, if you take a normal mission, it just takes place in like one of these. In order to explore, you have to go out into free play, and going out into free play means that you might run into other people. So I've been avoiding that at all costs. Can they hurt you? Aren't you on the same side? No, you are on the same side. I just don't want to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's just it's it's a shame because it's it's got a couple like Bioware characters in there. Your really? characters, There's okay. Some good characters? It, there it is. There's, there's a, there's a, um, uh, he looks like a Maori guy. He's got like these like Maori tattoos. tattoos yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and he's kind of this old broken down Lancer who you kind of moved away. You know, you, you, your group of Lancers broke up two years ago when half of all the Lancers that there are were killed. Is that short for freelancers? Yeah, freelancers. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah. I knew it. They were all killed in like the heart of fire which was an anomaly somewhere that they all went to fight and it went poorly and like half of them died and the populace of the world then lost confidence to freelancers so freelancers as kind of a cast broke up and okay. kind of went their separate ways honestly that should have happened in destiny too it would be interesting yeah they should have the guardians should have gotten way more shit you had one job to do guard the last city in the universe and you fucked up yep yeah so so the freelancers fucked up yep and people turned on him basically. And this this game takes place like two or three years later, and it, the freelancers are they're just starting to get their feet underneath them. They're starting to group up again. So that could be interesting. Could um, be. But like you've got one tiny town that you're in that you run around, and it it feels oddly old school because as you walk through the town, the same people are standing in the same place every time you come in there. Every so time. Yes. Yes. So oh. it's like, it feels like an old, like, P- NES Final Fantasy game where I'm going to go over here and talk to the shopkeeper. He's going to be standing there in the same idle animation doing the same thing every time. And he'll have something different to say, but he's always in the same place. Okay, this is tragic, because you know what game was amazing at making sure people looked like they had different routines and stuff to do? Mm. Andromeda. Yeah? Like, every once in a while you'd see, like, two interesting characters just shooting the shit at your craft station. It made sense they were there. They're looking at their stuff. They they looked like they had individual lives. It looked like a living area where yeah. this is like like a menagerie or something that you're going uh. through. So yeah, it's it's a tragedy. It it feels like running into a friend you knew like ten years ago. Who is he? Was really cool back then. You know, you had some good times. But now he's this henpecked, broken down husband in 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 a marriage with no love and kids he doesn't like. Who's really trying to be cool. I mean, it's I'm just kind of tax sad. bracket. Yeah, I mean, cost. I'm making more money now than I've ever made before. God, but my I, laugh is hollow. Yeah, so it's it's a sad game. Yeah. It's sad. That's fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, and like and yeah. I'm gonna play it for a little bit longer just because nothing else yourself? has captured my interest yet right now. Well, well, I, honestly, because Resident Evil 2 shipped and it hasn't gotten here yet. I want to play Man, that Man, I a dropped lot. that like a stone the second time I ran into Mr. X. That guy yeah, is not Yeah, Mr. Fun. X really just fucked it up for he me. He sucks. Really. That's when I stopped playing. 
Yeah. Plants wouldn't have fun anymore. No, nope. mm-hmm. it's like we'll oh, see. I just have to run around all the time now, and I can't explore. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. There are parts of Resident Evil Seven that are like that too. Mm. But you could like close That's the door the and it won't open point. behind you. Okay. Like I'm not that, trying. That is. Are you trying to find loot? Ever? No, you're just yeah. No, you're 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 trying to solve a puzzle and maybe he'll like break through a wall. It's, it's okay, not everywhere. It's yeah. it's very specific areas where he's hunting you, and then eventually he dies and it stops happening. I so. mean, the first three hours of the game, we're just running around trying to open personal safes. It's so much fun, and then it stops. <laughs> oh well, I'll stop. Yeah. I'll play it. We'll see what happens. So yeah, that's that's Anthem. Anthem Anthem is a sad sad game. Andromeda was better. I'm really glad I played that one more time. It's so fucking sad. Days Gone just and keeps getting better. Cool. I yeah. will play this. Like, um, the, the shooting feels really... It really does not feel great when you start the game. Um, but I am not yet... I, I don't think I'm even halfway done the... I think I'm in the final zone now. So I think I'm maybe 75% of the way through the entire game. And I've already got to... I've already have multiple skills in the top tier of all three skill trees. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because you, you can level up that fast. And and as you level up each... Um, as you level up the melee skills, doing melee combat becomes way more fun. See, that's what I love about Bethesda games, too. Like, you can get the really late game skills really early if you bend over backwards. Ooh. And I like that freedom. Well, actually, I, I did that with Fallout 3, where I, I accepted no quests once I left the vault and just went around to everywhere where I knew that I could kill high-level things, mm-hmm. and I leveled myself up to the level cap before I accepted a single quest. <laughs> but here's the thing about the level cap in Fallout 3. It was microscopic. Well. And I, that was, like, the first time I've ever, like, noticed the level cap. I was like, wait, I have so much more stuff I want to do, and now there's not going to be a reward for doing things. Ah. No, the, the the reward for doing it was doing it the way I wanted to. Yeah, but I needed that. I needed that carrot on that stick. No, it, it pissed me off that like I I knew how I wanted to do a thing in terms of how I would role play that situation, but I was constrained by the skills that I didn't have. Yeah, and I wanted anyway. Anyway, <clears throat> that's how I broke uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. My ranger had so much sneak and so much range to attack with his bow. Yeah. that I could one shot most anything from the shadows. Yeah, or you could like take a half a life bar off a dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah just because you're sneaking. Yeah, but like. What was it? Oblivion. Um, yeah, like, Oblivion pissed me off, because, like, the enemies just get harder. Oblivion yeah. levels with you. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, yeah. the, the, the and, scaling and, and was like, terrible you, Like, you level up, and you put a point into armor craft, and now all the enemies hit harder. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. What was the point of this? Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't like Skyrim that. Skyrim didn't do that. No, it didn't. They learned their lesson. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so as you invest money into the gun tree, um, the range tree in mm-hmm. Days Gone, uh, the the shooting really transforms. It really transforms from something that just feels like uh, that the guns aren't quite doing what you want them to do, and it's kind of frustrating early in the game. Yeah. To you feel so professional, <laughs> you feel you feel so slick about it. When you don't you have... feel overpowered, and that's important. No, no, you don't feel that either, because what you're using these weapons against are sometimes literally like 150 screaming people coming at you. Yeah, I've seen some really interesting clips. Yeah, I, I fought a horde last night. It was so cool. Like, the hordes I, I, are 
they look magnificent. They do, and they 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 animate incredible, and it is fucking intense. It is fucking intense to fight one of those hordes. And one of the one of the proudest moments in the game I had was I cleared a horde in a town, and I'd say it was I don't know maybe fifty or seventy five or something like that. It wasn't a huge horde, but it was you know big enough to fuck me up. And uh, yeah, and I cleared that entire horde just with uh, just with I had three skills that made it possible. And a light machine gun. And the light machine gun wasn't even mine. You have to unlock it. You can unlock it through a vendor to get a good one. Um, but this was just one that I picked up off a, uh, off a heavy enemy. And I'd gone into town and, and reloaded it in town. And so, hang on, I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna go to the Days Gone thread and see if I can find it. Uh, LMG. Okay, so, uh, the cycle was, Shoot, shoot, shoot with a piercing shot skill. So every bullet I shoot will pass through the one enemy and hit the one behind it oh, with yeah, an LNG. There we go. Then evade. As soon as one gets to me, I just hit the dodge roll button and I roll away. And I have a skill that makes that require less stamina than it normally would. Then I run away as I'm reloading. You can only run while reloading if you have a certain skill. Mm. Then I would Is lead it them. Is called running reload? I would, I think so. <laughs> then <laughs> it's I would, called John Wick. No. Then I would lead them into a bottleneck, turn around, slow down time, and fill them up with lead again, and then just repeat. So I did the whole thing with just one weapon. It felt fucking incredible. Wait, wait, wait. There's a stamina bar? Yes. And, and early in the game, it is a real constraint. Oh, God. And, and yeah, like you will, you will be running from things and then you'll run out of stamina and then they'll catch up with you and they will kill you. And no, like it, it didn't, it, it felt, it, it, it tied into the whole real survival feel of the game. And the game really is at its best. And I was actually working on a blog post today that I didn't post where I'm saying the story is so fucking good in Days Gone. That it is enticing me to stop playing the game in the way that the game is most fun. The way the mm-hmm. game is most fun is when I'm not just going, okay, I gotta get this shit down. It's when I'm just like, oh, you need me to drive across the map to do a thing over there. The journey across the map on its uh, own is really cool. It's see, all. I ahead. wish I could forget all about Skyrim and do that again. Yeah, and it, it's moments like that. It's it's very it's very much in kind of a almost a, a Bethesda esque way where you're you're set out on this mission, and as you go, um, suddenly uh, suddenly a red line comes up across the horizon into the middle of your chest, and a sniper shoots you off your bike. So, question: Can you find like a new settlement and just like yeah, I'll just do one or two quests for this guy, but it ends up being like the Mage College in uh. Skyrim, where it's like five hours later, like, okay, now I'm president of this college. What, what, what no. the fuck was I doing again? <laughs> no. Uh, each each camp, there are... I, mean, I don't want to spoil how many camps there are, but there's not that many. Okay. Um, and each camp is culturally completely different from any other camp. Cool. And you do not impact that culture. <laughs> Um, not okay. so cool. The only, like, the, there's one camp where you, you literally save the camp from a likely apocalypse... But the way you do it is so horrific that you are you're going to be arrested by the camp, and instead yep. you just bail. And then you realize that you need the help of the leader of the camp to get out of this region of the game, and he agrees to help you on condition that you never return. And that camp was the camp full of the nicest people who you really wanted, <laughs> who you really wanted to succeed. 
And you like, you really liked everyone in that camp except for one asshole, but he got what was coming to him. Anyway, so point is. That's good writing, yeah. Yeah, the, the game is at its best when you're, when you're not just like racing after the next thing, trying to, you know, check up all these things on your list. It's, it's just the wandering the world. And so you like, you're driving along and, you know, in that example, a sniper shoots you off your bike. When that happens, the bike crashes and goes down to zero durability. Oh. So you're now walking that bike unless you can like repair it up, like even up to 20% and it'll run really nice and you can get on. And then you could drive it to a nearby town and repair it, or you could just use all your scrap and fix it right there. Well, now you're out of scrap, so you're cruising along down the highway. Oh, look, there's a gas station, or oh, look, there's a thing over here. Let's pull into that parking lot, pop the hoods on those cars, see what we can get. And so you wander around, you're collecting all this shit. Okay, well, now we're much better. My health, my health supplies are good. Okay, let's get back on the road. And it feels like a simulation of that fantasy of, of being out in the apocalypse, just like with, with your wits and your knowledge of the world and your ability to survive out there. And then you get to the place where you're going and whatever, and whenever it does anything with a quest, with any kind of real uh, amount of story going on, it's either charming and tells you so much about the characters that you're dealing with or Deacon themselves, or it's just like a fucking heartbreak (laughs) tragedy. I'm a little pissed off. Not enough. The critics talked about this storytelling. I don't think they got that far. That's How awful. much time have you put into this so far? I don't know. It's got to be 30 hours at least. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's meaty. And in the, uh, there, there, be, there comes a point, and I don't think I, I don't know if I wrote a blog post about this or not, but there comes a point in the game where if you do the next quest, all the previous areas you've been in will now be locked out until you beat the game. Ah, does it, does it make it clear? Does it tell you that it's, it's it says you won't be able to return. Okay. And it doesn't say, uh, you won't be able to return anytime soon. It doesn't say, it, it doesn't make it, it doesn't make it really explicit. It was kind of gray to the point that I went online and asked. And then. That's a good point. Yeah. Or a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and so once it was kind of clear that no, like, I will not be able to get, you know, the, the weapons from this camp if I leave right now. I have to go and, and get, um, I have to get higher honor with that camp in order to buy all the good shit in that camp. So. And then I went to the, I went back to the Penny Arcade forums and I said, okay, like, I can't believe that I'm already at this quest where I'm going to leave this area when I don't have high enough honor. I haven't maxed honor with these camps. Like, what is it even doing? And someone comes into the thread and says, well, have you been killing hordes? And I'm like, no, I never needed to. Like, the only quest that actually pointed me at a horde made it pretty explicit that the smart thing to do here was not fight it. (laughs) So I didn't fight it, and I haven't, because I'm waiting to get these awesome weapons at the higher end. To fight the horde. But now, yep. Well, as it turns out, in the first area, a horde could be about 15 to 20 guys. And every time you beat a horde, your honor level with the local camp just skyrockets. And I hadn't done that once in the first area, so I could just go in there with a shotgun and clear a horde. Go in there with a Molotov and clear a horde. And so I just kind of wandered, I just found a map of where the hordes were. And then, and then I just cleared them out. And with, within that night, I had maxed out the only two camps that I cared about, bought all their shit, and then I did that next quest. And, um, it's just, it's, that is, in terms of design, that's the worst part of the game, is that I could get to that quest, uh, without, uh, without feeling really directed to go fight hordes. I didn't understand how important it was to go seek out hordes and kill them. So you'd rather it been more obvious? I'd rather it had been more explicit about how important it was to do it and kind of given me an indication of where to look for them. Because once now that I understand uh, how the hordes work, if I'm driving along and I see a cave, 
there's a horde in there. But only if it's daytime. If it's nighttime, they're out in the world. They're, uh, they're out wandering around. If they're in the you cave, have you can any... just throw a Molotov in yeah. there and kill them all at the same time. Do you have any mines? If, oh, yes, you do, and you can make them. And if you throw a Molotov into a cave with a horde in it, you are going to burn up like 20 of them, and then the other 100 will come flooding out that door. <laughs> and, That's what the mines are for. <laughs> well, okay, but it, the the amount of explosives it actually takes to kill these guys is huge. Okay. And I found a tactic last night where uh, this guy had sent me to a community college where he had been camped right after the outbreak uh, because he's sick of not having any tunes, and he wants me to find his old MP3 player. So I drive I mean, across. I can relate to that. I've been on hiking trips. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I drive across the map. I find this community college, and I'm just kind of sneaking in there. And then I don't even see them. I don't see anything. I just hear the rumbling of 150 feet on the ground. And then around a tent, like, I don't know, 75 yards away, a couple of them just kind of wander out. And so I crouch down immediately, walk forward about 10 feet into a patch of high grass, and then I wait, and yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. There's over a hundred in this horde. Like it's a huge fucking horde. So what I do is I, if you once you get to a point, you can you can make a thing called an attractor, and you have to find a car with a working alarm. And then you have to pop the hood and pull out the alarm, and then you can craft one of these things. So I throw it in a tractor, and the horde immediately appears. Swarms around the tents. Is all over the attractor. You can see like building up like a ball above the attractor. They're crawling on top of each other to get to it. And then I throw a Molotov in there. Mm -hmm. And because I'm stealthed, because I'm not actually firing a weapon from this location, they don't know I'm here. Uh so then I throw out a thing called an attractor bomb, and that thing attracts for 10 seconds and then detonates. So I throw it out, and then I throw a grenade after. <laughs> and I just sat there for like 30 seconds just throwing attractors and explosives at these things until the thing popped, horde cleared. And then I walked up, walked over to the horde, and it does a cool thing where every time you kill a zombie or something that's been affected by the virus, um, you don't you don't have to uh, loot it. You just walk over, and there's like a little card hanging over top of it. And when you kill a horde, you'd think there'd be a card over every body. There isn't. There's a card like over every 20th body, and that card is worth about 20. It's really cool. Okay. So it's not as much running around to pick crap up. Exactly. So I walk over to the horde, and I pick it up, except all the cards are red. Mm. The reason is, and this is just a pro tip for anyone who's now playing Days Gone, you can only hold 999 of any type of freaker ear. Uh. So... Don't let your inventory max out, because <laughs> I was saving it all for the final camps, because I wanted to like burn all the... Because when you turn them into camps, you get honor, you get money to spend at the camps. Um, so I had been saving them up, because I wasn't sure what the last camp was. I'm like, well, I guess i got to spend them. So I drove all the way back across the map to the you camp. You couldn't fast travel. No, I could have, but I didn't want to, because I was worried that if it reloaded the game world... Uh, those ears oh, might disappear. Lose the ears. Yeah, okay, but gotcha, I don't know if gotcha. I don't know if that's true. I didn't test it. Some people are saying there's a memory leak if you don't pick up shit that's been moved around because things will stay where you left them until you pick them up, hmm. and that might be an issue that's causing slowdown for people later in the game. But so what Out I did? Yeah, I yeah, I drove PS4. I drove across the map to the camp uh, where I could get bike upgrades. I turned in 999 ears. <laughs> got up got up to level two honor at the camp. That that's got to be a country song about Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big fucking bag of ears. That's it is. Sure. Drove back across the map, picked up all my remaining ears from that horde. 
it's uh, I, I just I really like it. Now tell me, there is not a lovingly crafted animation that you have to watch every single time of Deacon cutting the ears off of the uh, zombies. There's not. Uh, okay, not. so you just told me that this is better than Red Dead Two. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, in in a major way, this one is fun to play. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun to play, and I was I was actually as I was writing the thing, I was thinking about the great because what I love about Deacon is that he is so full of guilt and self-loathing that he doesn't think of himself as a good guy at all. And the way he treats people, you wouldn't think he's a good guy either. But he is such an, a good and honorable person that only we can perceive, and he can't see it in himself. I love this character. And I, I wrote in the post, and then I deleted it, that this is like one of the greatest video game characters since Arthur Morgan. But given that Arthur Morgan was only like six months ago... But it, his name's... Deacon St. John. And actually, hang on, hang on. <laughs> let, me, let me see if that I... That is just awful. It, it hurts a little bit, minute, doesn't it? Minute, it hurts it really so much every does. time. Okay. <clears throat> Days yeah, Gone De- Stories... Bad, no, let, let me read you what I wrote. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Days, I'm, not, I'm just going to read the first two paragraphs. Days Gone Story is too effective for the game's own good. I wouldn't change a thing, of course. It's, very, it's a very surprising high point in a game I was already enjoying a great deal, but I am so enthralled by the story and development of Deacon St. John that I'm powering through mis- missions instead of just chilling out and enjoying the kind of easygoing, languid pace the game offers. Yeah, his name is Deacon St. John. What of it? <laughs> you think it's a dumb name? Well, I think you're dumb, and Deacon has been through <laughs> enough and doesn't need your judgy Snickers thing. Thank you very you much. Know what? It's not his fault. He's named Deacon St. John. I love Deacon. And I like it's the apocalypse. He could change his name. De- he's Deke's a really good nickname. Deke? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because a Deke is like a juke. Yep. It's, like, it's like an evade, a dodge. I like it. Yeah. Deacon. Yeah, still living days gone. Kind of getting back into, like, into Overwatch, but I'm not quite up to up to spec yet. I would I would accept 20% off. Of uh, Days Gone? Yeah, then I'm totally going to get it. Yeah, it's, it's and good. that's only because, well, I didn't get a raise. Aww. Yeah. Well, you know, give it give it a couple months. It'll probably be like a PS Plus deal or something. Maybe. But um, in fact, one of the headlines today: the thing is actually selling like gangbusters, at least in Japan. Good. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So, d- d- does that mean it's time for headlines? I think uh, it does. Yeah, it does. Hello. <laughs> in Overwatch news. Nothing. Uh, the Orville has been renewed for season three, and Brooklyn Nine Nine is also getting another new season at NBC. They're both good, earnest shows. I agree. I'm happy for them and me because I get to watch more. <laughs> okay, so remember Ubisoft Skull and Bones, which was supposed to come out a few months ago. I forgot about yeah. it completely. I completely <laughs> forgot about it too, and it didn't come out. You might be surprised to know, uh, and it will not be at E3 2019 this year. Apparently, it is being pushed to after the current fiscal year. So April 2020 is the earliest we're going to see it. That like, game broke my heart anyway. I yeah. mean, I'm like pirates. Yeah, online only. Oh, well, multiplayer only. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're just. But doing this this seasons. gives me hope. This gives me hope that they're they're going to flesh out, kind of make it more robust than just yeah. multiplayer pirates shooting at each other. Give me some story stuff out of Assassin's Creed. Give Black me some. Flag. Give me some fucking RPG shit. Yeah. 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 Or maybe it's it's just so irredeemable. They need this time to find anything fun about it. No, the the combat that they had for ship combat is fucking fun. Oh, it is. Okay, so we 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 have seen it. Well, do, yeah. Do you remember there's been videos of it? Yeah. No, okay. it's Black Flag again. It's black. Basically, it's yeah. Black Flag, but deeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's a that's a good thing to try to be. 
Yeah, but it's the problem is it's it's just the naval combat and and that could be great, but I want to like develop my pirate and I want to have my own pirate's code and I want to like you know I want to I want to I want to get into bar fights with with like you know lusty wenches and dirty men like yeah, yeah no there was too much Assassin's Creed in Black Flag for me mm, it was a good balance it was yeah, a good balance yeah, but I could have had a little bit more uh, the ships didn't have enough cosmetics for me no no they didn't but part okay part of what made black flag great though was blackbeard yeah. oh yeah it's my retirement party <laughs> and i love him so much i don't care that he just said those words in the 1850s <laughs> he was a guy, a guy playing blackbeard was having a blast. oh yes but the the feeling of just piloting the ships and like letting loose a broadside in black flag was mm-hmm. fucking incredible and that was i think that's the best assassin the, the best assassin or the best Assassin's Creed game? Best Assassin's Creed character and Assassin's Creed game. Uh, I couldn't agree that he's the best character, but Conway. It's, it's probably the best Assassin's Creed game since, or uh, of the it last the of all Assassin's the last Assassin's. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It is the best Assassin's Creed game. Yep. The only one that can kind of hold up next to it would be two. I yeah. would say. Are we? Are we? Are we? Have we decided that Origins and Odyssey are not really Assassin's Creed games? Oh, okay. Well, okay. So I haven't played those. Yeah. No, but here, here's the thing: they aren't really Assassin's Creed games. They're yeah, not. They are open world action RPGs. That's they're true. very, very good, but they're not Assassin's Creed games. Anymore. No, I don't know. Oh, you know what? I forgot about Bayek. You're right. Bayek the thing is, the, assassin. the thing is, they're such what, what what the what the recent the last two are is they are open world action RPGs, but they're open world action RPGs with an actually really good stealth system from Assassin's That's Creed. Yeah. So they feel Assassin's Creed enough, but. There was just too much fucking content in Odyssey. Like, oh my god! I put a hundred hours into Odyssey. Ridiculous. I embarrassing. Loved, uh, Origins Museum mode. Yeah, Odyssey just yeah, went, yeah. Odyssey was just too damn slow. It was too big for its own good. It was not interesting enough. I'm not going to fight that point. You're right. <laughs> uh, Valve has filed a trademark for Dota Underlords, so there will be more Dota. Yep, Valve still makes a game, but it's not one I care about. <laughs> so cool. Uh, notably high-quality RPG card battle game SteamWorld Quest will come to Steam on May 31st. Yay. Keep, keep an eye out for a sale on that, Alex. You'll enjoy it. He's no, not going to wait for price. a sale. It's, He's a, just it's a, buy a card game, a good turn-based RPG. I am down. Yeah, Is it 20 bucks? Probably. Yeah, I think that's, so. That's more than enough for, yeah. what, 12 hours-ish? I haven't finished it yet. I kind of stepped away from it. I'm going to go back to it. I, just, I didn't get tired of it. I just have been busy. Is looting cards fun? It is because you do a lot more crafting of cards than looting of cards. There mm. are definitely cards in the environment, but when you find a card in the environment, it's because they want you to have this card for something that's coming up. Ooh. Whereas you do a lot of crafting and then upgrading because each card can be crafted and then upgraded between one and I think two or three times. So you're oh, always, and you, and you never have enough material to do everything you want to do. So you have Great. to be, you have to choose. Am I going to upgrade this that I'm using? Am I going to make this other card? Which character am I building cards for? So yeah, there's there's yep. a lot of choice involved in what you're building. Man, that's like like three different critics said what you said. Where it's like, okay, I don't need to play Slay the Spire anymore. And it's I don't. Like, I haven't played it since. How how does a twelve hour RPG beat this almost infinite card game? I have to know. It's just more satisfying. It has a actual art department. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yes, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, <clears throat> the reasonably good VR game Moss, the one with the little mouse named Quill, mm-hmm. uh, will get its first DLC episode for free on May 21st for Oculus Rift. Or Oculus yeah. Quest, pardon me. Uh, PlayStation VR, Oculus Rift, Vive, and Windows MR will have to wait until sometime in June. That's only a month. More people need to adopt the Team Cherry method. I, I don't understand how Team Cherry survived doing all that free shit. Oh, they made gangbusters. Well, still, like, if you didn't make gangbusters, like, that's... Well, then we wouldn't have... We would have seen um, Silk Song as a standalone DLC. True. I think, like, they made so much money, they're like, hey, hey, you want to spend the next year just making free DLC? We can afford it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I, I, I say all they had... All they were... How big is Team Cherry? Not Three big. fucking people. Yeah. Okay. I was they, have, say, oh, they, they, have, have, they have like one guy they brought in to help with some level design, like to like, piece everything together, and me. one composer. Hang on. Okay. I, want, I want to look up something. Never mind. I was going to say maybe they had some people working yeah. on the DLC while they're working on the new content. One guy but... animated everything, which is God. insane to me. Sony Bend, the guys who made Days Gone, has between 133 and 136 employees. That's a really small studio. That is that an incredibly stuff. small wow. studio for a game that looks and plays as good as Days Gone does. It's pretty ridiculous. Wow. Um, yeah, I saw a tweet earlier today where someone says, yes, yeah, so I beat Days Gone and I watched the credits. Oh, my God. How did a studio that small make this game? Mm. And I, I didn't actually look at the number, but that's really ridiculous for a AAA open world. Um, like, what, 50? Uh, 136. And let's see, and Rockstar's what, a couple thousand? Several thousand. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. You, you any any Assassin's Creed game is several thousand people. Yeah, those oh, credits yeah. are nuts. Yeah, it's like because it's like what three studios work on each game at least, probably yeah. more like six. Honestly, it's impressive any of those games hang together. Mm. I don't know. You put you put takes a, a patch or two to get them there, but yeah. <laughs> put a thousand <laughs> three. put a thousand monkeys I, on a thousand I, computers, and eventually you'll get Days Gone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Japanese. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. Yes. You stupid, stupid monkey! monkey. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we all we all could we all heard it exactly the way it said. The blurst of times. The blurst. <laughs> Honestly, that was my uncle's favorite quote too. Uh, golden Age Simpsons. Okay. See, the first eight years are so good. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like Alex, your generation doesn't really understand, but for me and Jim's generation. The first the Simpsons was a godsend. Yes. No, no. Oh, the, yeah. the, the Simpsons was a common language that you spoke mm-hmm. with everyone you'd never met before. No, no, no. no. My generation had the DVDs. I, I, I understand everything. All right. Well, yeah, but okay. you do because you're a fucking movie cinephile. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you can tell me that Lisa, the voice actor who plays Lisa, is. Oh, um, you're Lee Smith. And the voice actor who plays Homer is. Uh, Dan, Dan Castellaneta. Because you are a fucking like TV IMDb nerd. I listened to every single commentary. But your generation. Shit, I haven't even done that. I don't, I don't They're not think, very good. They're very repetitive. I, I don't think. I don't think your generation as a whole. I don't think your generation as a whole has a piece of media, or a, a SpongeBob s- and Futurama. Maybe SpongeBob. Yeah. Definitely SpongeBob. They already have meme SpongeBob figures. Hmm. SpongeBob was really good though. Oh, it is really good. Super are they still cool. making new SpongeBob? Yes, they are. Really? At the expense of they, for a second, they're like, "Hey, let's redo Invader Zim and Rocco's Modern Life." No, fuck that, fuck that. Huh. There, isn't, there isn't are movies it... of both of those that Netflix had to buy for anyone to see them. Like, they are those movies, movies already done? Oh, they're done. They've been done for a year. Oh my god! And there was a there was a um, executive change at um, Nickelodeon, and they're like, "Yeah, no, we're back to hating this shit again. We're gonna oh. do more SpongeBob." Oh. Yeah, fucking tragic. 
Well, I mean, at least they're, at least, you know, Netflix is putting them out and, uh, new Rick and Morty this November. I mean, yeah. Like they, they, they're, we were locked in for nine more seasons or seven more seasons anyway. Yeah. But to get it so quick, that's pretty nice. It was like Has three it been years. less than two years? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's neat. Cause the last season was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. Justin Roiland was going through some shit and he is the show. Yeah. And he's, man, like the one interview, like, um, uh, Dan Harmon has a podcast. And he came on one episode of those podcasts, and it's in front of a live audience. And he just starts talking about how his, uh, um, his, oh, what, uh, cousin, female cousin molested him when he was five. Yeah. Just like they had to get him off the stage. <laughs> it it was bad. They hooked him. <laughs> like he he's a mess, but he's crazy talented. Mm. And I was really worried if we were ever going to see another Rick and Morty season. So yay. 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 Uh, the Japanese love their zombies. Days Gone was the best-selling game in Japan in its second week of sales, and by the end of that second week, Days Gone had surpassed the lifetime sales of Detroit Become Human, Boo, God of War, and The Last Guardian. Now, The Last Guardian, not that impressive, but God of War, wow. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sony had their direct last week. Medieval's A Port will launch on October 25th. I did not watch that trailer. I think it's just the PSP game again. That's a PS1 game. No, it's, they, they, there was a PSP remake, and I think this is just an outported version of that. Really? Because it has uh. the exact same soundtrack. I, the soundtrack to the medieval PSP game is magnificent, and huh. one of the best soundtracks I've ever listened to. Hmm. Now, and did you play the original? I, di- I did. Oh, okay. So it is different. Oh, it's completely different. They built it from the ground up for the PSP. Hmm. Okay. It a, it, like, they gave it a symphonic soundtrack and voice actors they didn't have. It, yeah, it was a Oh, really so it's good. better than the last Dragon Quest game. <laughs> Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds is an, <laughs> or sorry, Predator Hunting Grounds is an asymmetric multiplayer shooter, kind of like Evolve, but with the Predator, coming exclusively to PS4 in 2020, and Monster Hunter World Iceborne, a DLC expansion, will launch on September 6th. I don't know why people like that game. You, you, you left out the fact that Final Fantasy VII Remake Got a exists. trailer. Yeah, I got a trailer. Exists. I didn't watch, it's a thing. I, I didn't watch, I like, the thing is, I didn't actually watch any of that fucking direct. Do, th- do you... How much of a bad Mr. T impression can you stand? Oh, it was pretty bad. Oh, it no. Is, is Barrett, that how Barrett's Barrett was yes. and jivingest yes. garbage you've heard? This is, yeah. fuck. this is a Mr. Popo situation. <clears throat> yep. oh. Are we going to let Japan get away with a tar baby? Are we re- okay? Okay. I We're hadn't heard this. anything about that. How come I had, there haven't been articles about that? There are. Oh, okay. Oh, there are, there's Barrett? a big yeah. one about on Kotaku about it. Oh, I hadn't even yeah. seen it. Okay. I saw that before I watched the trailer. I was like, it's not that bad. Oh, yes, no, it is. Oh, it's yes, that it is. bad. <laughs> <laughs> he pities the fool. It's it's not good. I, <laughs> I don't know much about Final Fantasy VII, but I will tell you that Cloud Chick is fucking hot. Yeah, she is oh, Eris? gorgeous. No, 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 the the blonde Cloud. She's, She's a be- gorgeous power oh. shop <laughs> oh. Man. You, you give me a blonde with, sh- with short spiky hair, I'm in love. Yep. She's, she is so cute. She'll be in a dress at some point in the game. See, there are parts of Final Fantasy VII that will not have aged well at all. If they keep it, I will be so proud of them. Oh, I... <laughs> they better. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I don't know how you could do that now and not... But well, it's... Okay, here's was, the thing. Yeah. Cloud Barrett had sounds physical, like Mr. T. Yeah, Cloud had physical comedy moments, and there's just no way in fuck they're going to keep those. <laughs> because nothing like that has been in any po-face Final Fantasy game since. What what does po faced mean? Just overly serious to the point of oh. boredom. Oh, okay. oh po faced, yeah. as in Edgar Allan. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Is that what that means? I think it's just po faced. I don't know. That's a good explanation as I can think of. Yeah. Hang on, I'm googling. Yeah, this. Yeah, po is pretty. 
Po's pretty serious. Po face. Yeah. De- definition of po face by where, where having an assumed. Okay, first of all, po dash faced. Having an assumed solemn, serious, or earnest expression or manner, piously or hypocritically solemn, hypocritically solemn. So okay, com- that, that that's so, very Final Fantasy. So po faced is acting serious without actually being serious. Oh, okay. That's most of eight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's I like that's eight, a lot of but, yeah. Thirteen or fourteen too. Man, yeah. You seriously yeah. just taught me a word, Alex. Jesus. Oh no. No, it's okay. My God, bo- maybe I have to be a teacher with this degree now. Fuck. My, 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 voca- yeah. my vocabulary has often been, you know, called lacking. Fucker. I wouldn't say that at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just surprised. I can't remember the last time someone taught me a fucking word. Hey, I'm full of surprises. Yeah. So SNK um, released some more information about Samurai Showdown. Okay. Uh, coming out in June. If you pre-order it or buy it within the first week of release, the first content pack is free. Okay. Which is good, so you get the first batch of characters for free. And they have this very interesting AI mode, where as you're playing the game, it's building an AI ghost of you all the time. And you can play against your own AI ghost. Yay! To basically figure out your own weaknesses. And I'm Ah. really looking forward, I'm literally looking forward to going, wow, I suck! Yeah, basically. Oh, uh, but cool. you can build that out and you can send your ghost out to kind of fight online against other ghosts or you can download ghosts. They're touting it as you could go out and find the ghost of the high end, the top players and play against them because they never actually play awesome. against you. As long as it works. Mm-hmm. Now, no, no, man, not man, f- man, fly to that sun. See what happens. I hope it does because the last couple of Forza games did something similar called with Drivatars, where as you're playing, it's, it's building your racer. Based on how you race, do you race clean? Do you race dirty? Do you come into corners hot? Do you break early? And it, it builds a little character for you that shows up in other people's races. So the technology is kind of there now. Fighting game is a lot more complicated, but I love the idea of it building a shadow of you. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you if your studio goes out trying to do something interesting, that's going to get people hired. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, SNK has been they know what they need to do, and it's <clears throat> not be Capcom. And stay out of Netherrealm's way, <laughs> and which they've done. They've they've avoided the Mortal Kombat release, but the, the they're releasing it in another month, so people are going to be coming down off the Mortal Kombat high and going, "What's next?" And there's Samurai Showdown. So it looks pretty cool. Looks pretty like, cool. Like if they have like a like a four money tournament, like while that's going on, you can play those those top dudes and see how you stack up. That's fucking yes. great. Now the only thing that's missing is cross platform play. I mean, this sounds like a way to get people who are kind of good at the game to be really good at the game. Yeah, because you can you can see what you're doing right or wrong by yeah. fighting against other people. And you're like, when you fight yourself, you're like, oh, I always block here. No mm-hmm. reason. Or I'm always jumping, or yeah. I always do this, or I always follow this up. So, yeah, it's 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 ingenious. I, I, I really hope it, it works as advertised. See, that... There should have been something like that in school for me taking tests, and I could just be like, "Oh <laughs> no, why am I why am I doing this to myself?" <laughs> <laughs> Don't write that. What are you doing? No, no. <laughs> I had seen some positive impressions for Rage Two today. Oh, really? I have seen some very negative impressions for Rage Two today. And yeah, what it said was basically that it's it's got really tight shooting like Doom, but it's open world and it's just crazy and awesome. So I typed in uh, Rage 2 Metacritic. Now, it's only 12 critics so far, so th- and none of these are from the major Western um, outlets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nothing official as far as I'm oh, concerned PC yet. Gamer. Uh, 70 is its Metacritic Ooh. right now. Yeah. 70. So almost PC as, gamer almost gave as it good it as these guys. 7. I think Polygon gave it a... Not Polygon. Someone gave it a 5. Yes. I forget who. 
but a major one. Yeah, I'm not on this list yet. But it's all like the the setting is just boring as shit. That's the consistent thing. That's weird. And that's, you, there are a lot of post-apocalyptic games, guys. You've got to bring something you know, to the table. In fairness, the setting for Rage 1 was pretty shit, too. Yes, it was. The, the I level, put that game down hard. The level designs themselves, like the actual geometry once you got into one of the indoor shooting areas, was fucking perfect. I actually but, liked the driving in Rage. I thought it was not bad. I was bad. too used to Borderlands and having, like, you know, the 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 bandits kind of having some kind of personality, not just being like, I'm evil, you have to shoot me. I'm like, just come on, guys. Can we try a little bit harder? <laughs> the, the PC version has 36 reviews and is at 73. Ugh. Uh, IGN gave it an 80. Well, that's what yeah, that's well, their job. That's, yeah. Nobody gets below an 80 or someone gets mad and we lose viewers. PC Gamer 70, Game Informer 70, uh, GameSpot is 60. No Oof. Gamer review. I love get salty GameSpot. <laughs> They've been around for a long time. I don't think they care much anymore. No, they don't. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Uh, and then there's a bunch here with in progress and underscored or unscored. Polygon. Uh... Polygon 2. <clears throat> okay, I hate Polygon. I'm not going to read their shit. Rock, paper, shotgun. They're smart. Uh, the parts I like far away, far away, the parts I don't. I've got my weirdo NPCs, my arc hunting, my, my whoopkinoffs and, and dimble dicks. I found every arc now, but I still plan on gambling between side activities. I still want to explore, even though I wish I was exploring a world that had been less generically destroyed. Most of all, I want to do more superpowered fighting. I might not even bother swapping from that rifle. So this sounds like a. This actually sound is starting to sound a lot more a lot to me like Days Gone, where maybe, maybe the act of playing it is actually rewarding in and of itself. But Mad like, Max was, that was Avalanche. The hmm. only thing that's making me want to play Days Gone is how compelling the characters sound, and that's not going on in Rage Two. No, no the characters are fucking amazing. Days Gone. No. And that, that I don't is I don't think it's going to blow you away like Witcher quality. Right? I don't expect to be blown away, but like I love like there's nothing about New Vegas ever blew me away, but it was so competent for so long it it won me over. Are are you sure that that one quest that you identified as the greatest quest of all time that you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast didn't blow you away? <laughs> no, it did. Like I'm still go. I haven't played it in I haven't played that quest in maybe five years, and I still remember everything about it, and that's. That's it left a big impression. Yeah. No, Days Gone is really fucking good. I'm, good. I'm, every, I'm every time I log into like the Penny Arcade forums and I see that no one's replied to the thread in a day, I'm like, I'm Aww. so sad because it's like people <laughs> should be playing this fucking game. And the Sekiro thread is still going. Well, well I actually, let me just say Sekiro's this about New Vegas. I don't think, too. I don't think anyone would have hated Mass Effect Three half as much if New Vegas didn't exist, because all the different endings to that game are great. Hmm. You can do so much random shit. You can just make sure your faction wins. You can kill all the factions. It's just, and everything that happens makes sense. That is true, but that's that's um. That, that, uh, I was gonna say Bethesda. That's not Bethesda. No. Uh, Obsidian. Obsidian. Thank you. That's Obsidian. That's how they roll. That is. And they did that in less than two years. God. And it was buggy as fuck, and it was not very good looking, but it was immersive. It was, it was, um, the atmosphere was fucking incredible. The soundtrack yeah. was wonderful. The characters were amazing. Enon Zur does amazing work with that series. Enon Zur does amazing work every anywhere you point him. Yeah. You know what that he weird was a composer? Name. Yeah. Yeah, he did them all. His, um, he also, the end credits he, New Vegas is some of my favorite work he's ever done. He did so, Infamous too. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, was, that was good. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, um, what was it, uh, 
that my favorite dude from Kids in the Hall was a funny robot, and I'm happy. <laughs> oh, okay, now, is that the one with the the guy with kind of like the Jewish fro? No. The skinny skinny guy? No, oh, no, no, no. Um, It's um the blonde dude. Oh, 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 oh yeah. He was, he on, was uh, um, oh, I forget his name. He was a smiling or robot or that was. couldn't, that was programmed to do whatever you wanted, but was really sarcastic about it, but also happy, because he couldn't not be happy. God, God it was great. No, oh, friend, I, I, I and the dude from Chuck was a was a medic, a gay medic. The dude from Chuck. Yeah, um, uh, Shazam was oh, uh, wow. the medic wow. uh, companion. Yeah, but you know what? The 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 kind of the stunt casting in Vegas that really didn't work was fucking no. Matthew Perry's Benny. No, it didn't. It, it didn't. did not work, and you know, you know, he was just in it because he loved the Fallout games so much. Yeah. But holy shit, you're not a great actor, like at no, all. No, he can, he cannot do the a character. He can't do a character, and he wasn't good at like the writing for his character was good, but he can't sell the ring a ding ding. No, no, he just <laughs> you know what? It sh- you know who it fucking should have been? Seth MacFarlane or Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Oh yeah, Nick Cage could have done it, but I think Seth yeah. MacFarlane would have done it better. Because we we've all seen Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, but these guys are real uh, tough customers, real biscuit boxers. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> Do you ever find yourself paralyzed by the weight, the the, the emotional weight of the violent? Con- wait, ah, fuck, I fucked it up. That's okay. I love this thing about like being haunted by the consequences of your violent actions. There's um, there's a and su- then Spider Pig's like, yeah. Do you ever? <laughs> no, he's like, you ever float through the air when you smell a delicious pie? <laughs> there's a there's a there's a dude at work who uh, I, th- I think I mentioned him. He's the guy who like goes to Game of Thrones trivia nights, and uh, he was like he was freaking out at the idea that I might spoil Avengers Endgame for him. He's just a, he's yeah, just yeah. a super nerd, and uh, I, I don't think I mentioned because it didn't really matter. But he's black, mm-hmm. and whenever I talk to him, whenever I talk to him about Black Panther. I was always kind of worried about saying something stupid, like there's the anxiety there, and he'd start barking yeah. at you. Yeah, and so, and and, and <laughs> just, just wanting to go talk to talk to him about it, I was, I was kind of anxious, and I'm sure that he was inundated because he's like one of the only black guys in the office, and he's uh, yeah, that's and he, he's very popular, he's very well known, and so I'm sure that he was inundated by people going up to him and going Black Panther, eh? Uh, and I didn't want to be that guy, but we always talk about these movies, so I wanted to talk to him about it. And then, so I go up to him and we're talking about, uh, I think we were, yeah, we were talking about Avengers and how we were both not too thrilled with Avengers. And I said, okay, well, you know what the best superhero movie or the best movie period that I saw in 2018, it came out in 2018. I go, have you not seen Spider-Verse yet? And he goes, no. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And you know, you know, all the hype that you've heard about and how everyone says it's fucking amazing. It was, yeah. I go, it's true. It is really, really fucking good, but I feel like I feel like he may have avoided it just because it's the one about Miles, and he doesn't want to like go and say, "Oh, well, I obviously have to go see this one because it has a black protagonist in it." I, I can say definitively, they could not have done a better job. Like, it, yeah, like I didn't give a shit about Miles until I watched that movie, and by the end of it, holy my god, I want like three more Miles movies. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Man, I wouldn't mind a Spider Noir. A Spider Noir. Yeah. A sp- no, Spider, Spider Noir, Noir, the Nick Cage oh. character. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what colors are. Hey, who was the voice of uh, of uh, Peter Porker? Oh, that's John Mulaney. That's John Mulaney. Okay, that's John Mulaney. Okay, it sounded like um, they sound the same. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, the guy um, from Scrubs, Zach Braff. Yeah, it sounded like Zach Braff. I and love. He wasn't Chicken Little. I love John Mulaney so much. He is funny as shit. Kid Gorgeous is one of the best stand-ups I've ever seen. 
all all three of the ones on Netflix are excellent. I want more. God. And not only do I want more of him, I'm like it pisses me off that we're not getting any more Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Who well, did he make he, mad this time? He kind of just became insufferable. And I get why he did, and it sucks, but like his new stand up, he is so angry and so bitter. I totally get why he's never going back. No. It he works just, for Carlin. Why can't he do it? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, like no. Like, because he's not Carlin. Sorry, that no, that was like, not a fair comparison. Well, I, I, Ch- I, Chappelle I is a fucking sh- master. Yeah, I would read the shit out of a book he'd write. I would watch the shit out of anything he wants to sit down and talk about. Yeah. Because yeah, like he's he's a fucking super intelligent, deep thinker, and an amazing performer. He an saw in- Trump coming. <sighs> I really wish he I saw- hadn't have said that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what the fuck I said. I just. Really wish I hadn't said that. Because <laughs> even if you support him or not, you gotta admit, this motherfucker is having a terrible go of it. <laughs> See, my my personal favorite stand-up like concert, whatever you want to call it, of all time, and I actually own it. Is it Eddie a block Izzard? Party? No, uh, Eddie Izzard, dressed to mm, kill. Oh, that's you a. You brought that up several times. I have it's because a, it's if I was a transvestite. I would love Eddie Izzard. I love him anyway. I want to be Eddie Izzard. He's so yeah. funny in those that freaking thing. Oh my god! Is that the um? Uh, it's the executive transvestite one. Um, I'd have to watch it because I watched them all on Netflix one after the other, and they kind of ran together. Yeah, no, that, that's the one with running, jumping, climbing trees. <laughs> yeah, and that, that, that's kick or death. Kick or death. Kick oh, or god. death. Oh, you said death. Oh. So, <clears throat> anyway. My my single favorite stand-up is an old one of Chappelle's, and I, I still because I still remember half the fucking routine, and it's about how he's being driven along by, um, um, he he prefers limos to cabs because and he doesn't have to get a limo, but you know this company sent a limo for him, and he prefers it to cabs because for the most part limo drivers don't try to fucking talk to you like a cab driver will, <laughs> but this guy wants to talk. And, you know, he's talking to me, he's, you know, playing with the music, and then he, he gets on his cell phone, and he's like, what? What? No! No! Fuck that man! I'm on my way! Click! <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> we gotta make a little stop. <laughs> and and I, didn't, I didn't say nothing, but he drives us into, uh, I don't remember the, the word he used for it, like it was like the projects. It was, it was, he, he drives us into the project and then he says, I'll be right back. And he leaves me alone in a fucking limousine in the middle of the project at three in the fucking morning. Uh, uh. <laughs> and you know it's a project when you look out the window at three in the morning and yes. there is a baby. Yes. yes. There was a baby just standing on the corner. Oh, yeah. And the baby, he didn't even look scared or nothing. He was just like, and you can't see my face, but I'm just looking around bored. He's just, he's just like, man. Yeah, I'm just bored. I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit what's going on. <laughs> that's just, that's a kid's life. He's awake at three in the morning, kind of pissed off. And, uh, and I, and I, and I realized, like, I, I started feeling, I started feeling a little, a little ashamed for myself. Like, you know, I, th- this kid's out here in the street. It's probably cold at night. Like, I gotta say something. So I roll down the window. I say, Hey, baby, baby. It's three in the morning, man. What the hell are you doing up? Baby said, I'm selling weed. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then there was another little bit in there about a crackhead coming along and banging on the window or something. Uh, and uh, and he, he gets so freaked out that he ends up buying a, just a little bit of weed off the kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who's seen Atlanta? I, I 
don't I've never seen an episode of Atlanta. It's HBO, isn't it? Not HBO. Uh, no, it's FX. Uh, FX. Yeah, it's FX. There's one this. episode where a guy's trying to get a haircut from a guy named Bibby, and it starts like that. Where the guy in the middle of his haircut is like, oh, no, I got to go. I got to go. And it's the whole episode is Bibby just doing random shit and it just keeps getting funnier and funnier and funnier. And Bibby dude. was the guy getting the haircut? No, no, no. Bibby's the haircut, uh, the, the barber. Oh, okay. And it's uh, the, the guy is the dad in Spider-Verse, oh. uh, Tyree Henry, I think. And he's just like, his entire job that episode is just to be like, man, can't leave my hair like this. And he just keeps... Like, it's all he does is just stand there and just be kind of annoyed, and he's so good at it. But Bibby <laughs> is a tour to fucking force. If you watch one episode of that show, yeah, the one that Glover won the Emmy for is really good, and it's its own little private horror movie, but I love that episode so much. Bibby is a god. What's kind of awful, my whole life I've idolized stand-ups, and what's really kind of awful at this point is the single stand-up who defined my childhood. And my dad and I used to watch Evening at the Improv all the time. We loved Neat. it. It was great. It was great. I've tried to go back and watch some of those old Evening at the Improvs on Amazon Prime. They do Com- not Comedy hold up. doesn't age well it unless does you're a grandmaster. Yeah. Um, but we had albums on old LPs when I was a kid. And we would spend whole days just laying around the living room on cushions. Mm-hmm. Listening to uh, Bill Cosby records. Man, I, I did I, the same thing. I wish same my dad was a comedy nerd. Fuck. Thing. To wrestle my brother whom I slept with. I slept with, yes. Yep. yep. Do you or, want or, me to get the belt? No, Dad. We had never no, seen dad. the belt. <laughs> but we had or, heard about it. Or, or Noah. Vuba. 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 Ding, ding. ding. <laughs> Noah. Somebody call? Yeah. yeah. Those have aged fine. Yeah. The Cosby, the Cosby LPs are timeless. And it's kind of, well, I wonder if it's time, it would be timeless for kids today. Cause I don't think many kids uh, today are as scared of their parents as we were. No, but his deadpan is lethal. His delivery is so good. Yeah, it's so good. He was. But also, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I know, yeah. but. Lots of, yeah. lots of, lots of rape. Yeah. yeah um, so much. But rape. I mean, Robin Williams did a lot of cocaine, and we can still well, go back and watch okay, his stuff. Well, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think Robin Williams doing. Sixty women didn't band together. Yeah, together. I, don't, I, know, I don't think Robin, I know, Robin Williams yeah. doing cocaine is not comparable to this. I know, Absolutely I know. not. Um, Nobody suffered but him for that. Well, I'm sure his family did. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure Zelda wasn't happy about it. And, but yeah, yeah. no one was assaulted as far I know, as we I know. I know. Zelda Co- seems like a fine well adjusted. Hey, what the fuck happened to Cosby? Didn't he get? Did he go to jail? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's in, prison. in prison. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he's been put away, and he will probably not live long enough to make it out again. No, and there's a great article I read about just how, like, yeah, it happened to Cosby, but it will never happen to a white guy in the same situation. It's just like, mm. it's gross from all sides. Man, like, all of okay, them. well, um, yeah, Weinstein didn't go to prison. Well, he's, he's, we, that hasn't been decided yet. It's no, still, yeah, that, that hasn't yeah. got a trial yet. There's a, there's a trial in New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a Harvard professor who threw away his career at Harvard to defend him. What is up <laughs> with that? Money. Money. Well, no, you know, profile, he, profile. Well, not just profile, but Weinstein liked to hire ex Mossad guys. And who the hell knows what those guys do? What the fuck is an ex Mossad guy? Um, uh, Israeli Secret Service. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Israeli <laughs> spies. <laughs> So yeah, you know what? He, no wait. <laughs> you know what he had those ex spies doing? What's that? Scaring the shit out of the women he raped. Um, yeah. No, I think that I think that Cosby thing is a good point. Yep. 
Um, if if Weinstein goes down differently, and it might, that's fucked up. No, even like that's so much more fucked up okay, than well, it needs to be. Yeah, Weinstein does need to go down differently. It's weird. Yep. It's a really. I don't it's want a, to talk about it's this. It's an interesting age it's, we live it's in, a gentlemen. Weird, fucked up situation. But I'm okay. But as as down as we all are on it, and I'm certainly feeling down on it right now at this moment as we talk about it. That's my specialty. It is a vast, vast improvement over where it was 10 years ago, or certainly 20 years ago, or oh my God, 30 years ago. Yeah, like, there's a lot of crap going on with abortion, but 20 years ago, there wasn't something like Twitter for everyone to share their story and everyone be like, no, this is fucked. We have to do something. So we we are hearing a lot of horror stories, and I don't want to downplay the importance of any of this. We need to hear them all. But it's, it's easy to feel... Uh, no, despair about. is not the answer. Yeah, it's you easy, get it's up, easy you to feel despair fighting. about it. But the fact is, we're probably on better. And the reason there's so much pushback is because yeah. there's push forward. Yep. And we just got to keep doing that. We will not become Russia. We will not roll over. We will not let. Yeah, you know what? You sure about what, that? What you guys will let happen to your country is astonishing. Yeah, but we're better now than we were 20 years ago. You're right about that. Yeah, but you're worse than you were four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm laughing earnestly. You're laughing through the tears. Yeah, you get... Okay, you have your Obama now, but who knows? There might be a Canadian BB... No, okay, no actually... Hey, actually, what Trude- about... Trudeau's yeah. kind of Trudeau's fucked up. Trudeau's not that great. Oh, yeah, yeah I heard he's, he's not... He's um yeah, taking some money from shitty people. Yeah, Trudeau's fucking up lately, and it really yeah. sucks. I'm so disappointed in him. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> You rich were the people. chosen one. No, I know. Rich, pe- rich people like that have shitty friends or terrible influences that will eventually compromise them. No, and there, there was a thing about him, like, influence, trying to influence an investigation. Oh. Like, I know, I know, and it's like... Because he man. had the cover. Oh, fuck. But you're so good-looking, Justin, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter how good-looking he was. He did a shitty thing anyway. And we have, we've got to do better. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we have a fair election. I love what fucking Kamala. Yeah, you won't. I love what fucking <laughs> Kamala Harris. Yeah, Kamala Harris said today that Joe Biden would make an excellent running mate as a uh, as a vice president. Oh, that yeah, he would. He would. He would. <laughs> he would never accept it. He do. Yeah, he do. That's quite the well right that. idea, Kamala. But it, it, it kind of pisses me off that Crazy Biden's. Crazy Uncle Joe. It kind of pisses me off that Biden's like the front runner. Like, can we? Well, he, can the, we the important get, thing is the important thing is he's polling way better than Sanders. Sanders. Is an arsonist. They're both too old. I'm sorry. They are both, They're both too way old. Too old. Yes, you're right. It needs to be. And it needs to be fucking President Harris or President Warren or President Buttigieg or however you pronounce that. One of my one gone. of my favorite guys on Twitter is like Kamala Harris or Warren. Pick the order. Yeah, and make make uh, Buttigieg the vice president. That guy's fucking awesome. If you just listen yeah, to is. him talk, he he's is amazing. Super cool. Doesn't have any policy ideas, but he's super cool. Yeah, but he, he's so fucking smart. He is, and like the his comeback when um Trump called him Alfred E. Newman. Yeah, Mwah. yeah, it was perfect. Mwah. It was perfect, and so what what he needs is a bit more experience. Yes, and yeah, you you make him the vice president on the Warren or a Harris ticket. Oh yeah. God, I would love. No, that. no, no. Mayor Mayor Pete is a hell of a button. Yep, that's just a that's just a nice title. Yeah. Anyway, I made it political again, and I'm sorry. That's okay. That's all right. That's okay. Yeah. Well, we, we started talking about Cosby, and that's always downhill from there. I mean, so. democracy's burning, and I can't just not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys need a lot of work on your country. A lot of work. It's going to take decades. Yeah, just follow, but it's always... Just follow California's lead. Yep. How long? Or New York. 
can you he, tread water? No, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and to make it... God damn it. Pull, and yeah. the thing is, yes, that's that's the joke of a fucking rapist. And yeah. it's still, I still love that joke. Yeah. I still love that joke. Here's the Fuck. interesting thing. Pat Robertson is against what Alabama is doing. For the wrong reasons, but if there's anybody on earth that can get people to pull back from this, it's that asshole. Yeah, I had to Google who Pat Robertson was when you emailed he's, me that. He's, uh, whew. Yeah, he's I, in this I was hoping he was one of the Supreme Court justices who was saying, well, this will never get past us. He no. might, he is a Supreme Court justice to the evangelicals, and that is not nothing. Okay, here's, here's my issue, though. Yeah. You're saying, you're trying to tell me that this thing in Alabama, when it gets to the Supreme Court, is not going to pass the Supreme Court because Pat Robertson says so. It's that kind of fucking thinking that got Trump elected. It's that kind of fucking thinking that got um, Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court. Oh, that'll never happen. Guess what? This is how it happens. No, this here's is the how thing. it happens. Here, wait, here's, the, here's the different thing. Nobody conservative ever had a bad word to say about Kavanaugh. It was all from the Democrats. This is getting way too political. I am so sorry. We can cut this. No. Vuba, Vuba, Vuba. Yeah. I'll just keep going back Bing. to that. <laughs> Man, Noah. that guy lost his shit and still got to be a Supreme Court justice. I, I can't. I just can't. I just can't. He had a meltdown. Yeah, your your country's fucked. So fucked. The the it's so partisan. It's so partisan at the highest levels. And yep. I think I think it's I think it is in Canada too. I, I don't know what the well, fucking hey, answer is. Here's some is. good news. Here's the good news. The NRA is imploding. They are drowning in legal fees, and they may not survive. Yeah, that's nice, but I'm, Isn't it? I'm kind of worried about everything else. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The NRA is responsible for so much of it. When the money dries up, a lot of a lot of political power goes away because yeah. you know that's what, what Citizens you, you, United did. You're still going to have Fox News. They're turning on Trump a little bit. Not much. They're also losing advertisers, like left and right. Like for like for the first time, like uh, what was it? I think it's Chris Hayes did better than uh, um, Sean Hannity, and that is <laughs> that's never fucking. I happened. like that Chris Hayes guy. He seems like a cool dude. Eh, he's I, I I like Matt Owl a little bit. He's like Matt Owl light. He's not as smart as Matt Owl. I don't like him as much. Matt Owl's fucking awesome. She is. Yeah. I, I kind of get a little bored with her. Oh, you guys, you're just not going to, oh, oh, my God, I yeah. can't even. Yeah. That gets annoying. But yeah, her and, and, and the, the way she reiterates things that she's already said five times, like she, she, she really wants to make sure that you're with her on this. <laughs> you know? And it, it gets a little much, but her actual reporting is, Mwah. Yeah, she's excellent. Yep. And she's got that Any power reason. haircut. Yeah. I love Maddo. Yep. Smoke and fire and jello. <laughs> Sorry, that's more. That's more. And in one fucking week, or not even a week, in four days, four days, four days, we're gonna see how Danny dies. Yep. Yep. Danny is that the last episode? Yes. Is that the last episode? Yes. Yes. It is, it last, is last. The series finale. Now, some people are saying, um, apparently, Vegas odds are putting on Bran to be the one on the Iron Throne because Tyrion said he it, remembers everything. Because Tyrion said uh, it should be someone who doesn't want it. Well, first of all, John has said repeatedly that he doesn't want it. And it's too obvious. Yes, um, I think I think John is too obvious because the whole point of Game of Thrones is that it it fucks with convention and the yep. expectations. And the lowborn guy raising th rising through the ranks, who's a good honorable man, who ends up being on the throne. Well, that's the fucking cliche. That's, that's King Arthur to a T. Exactly. That can't be how Game of Thrones ends. So, really, the great tragedy of Game of Thrones, if it's really going to turn everything on its head, is for Danny to be a hero through the first two-thirds of it, 
slowly turn into the monster that we saw this past Sunday. They could have done a better job, but they they put the work in. And she does stay on the Iron Throne, and she kills John, probably Tyrion too, and Sansa. I was gonna say I didn't realize Tyrion's still alive. I didn't even watch the show. He's been around since the very beginning, yes, right? right? Yep. A lot of people are. A lot of people survive. <laughs> I bet. I bet okay. she gets Sansa assassinated. Um, and that's how this shit starts. Cersei died last week, right? Spoilers. Yes. yes. Okay. Cersei yeah, died. Like, like, just, I, I just like, crushed. I like that scene, that cave in. That was really nice. I did not. Most people didn't. It, it was Why too. Not? It was too pleasant and comfortable a death for Cersei. And it, that's what and happens it, to tyrants, though. They get that moment of peace. They do and, the cyanide. They die in the bunker. And it was too too meaningless a death for Jaime. Was, I hate. I hate. I hate. I hate the pirate guy. Yeah, and the fact that he even fucking showed up at that moment was stupid. Ridiculous. We didn't need to see that shit. No. He should have drowned. Jamie didn't need to fight him. Jamie didn't need no. to be injured by him. Jamie was going to die under the rocks anyway. He, he was a shit character. Yeah, there was no point in that. No. There was no point to it. And no, that if, being, if, that I, being said, if I were yeah. Lena Headey, I would be pissed off about this entire season. She, yeah, she didn't have anything to do. She didn't have, she didn't do anything all season. I don't think she had more than a dozen lines. Nope. Yeah. Like it, this needed at least two more episodes. It's breathless. Yeah, I, I think they're out of money. That's the other crazy thing. How much this costs? It can't. It can't be that, it, that they're out of money. They're fucking HBO. Well, no, HBO wanted more episodes. Actually, they and, should have gotten it. And the I think David and what's his face are just bored as hell and want to get out. Well, then they should have gotten someone else to fucking do it. They should have brought in yeah, James Gunn. They really should have. But even still, even could, still, could you imagine that if when if when fucking Disney got rid of Gun, HBO had just swept in and said, "Uh, we need a hand with something." Oh, they're gonna do the next Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, they, these that's guys already are. been signed. But like, even still, this is a B minus for me, which is way better than the D I gave Lost and the C minus I gave Battlestar. And, and and compared to other series finales, this is pretty good. It's very fan servicey. It's this entire season has just been, oh, that's so cool. Oh my god, they're making out. Oh my Clegane, god, the White Walkers. Bowl fucking Clegane Bowl. Oh my god, Arya killed the Night King. Oh my god, he dies jumping in the fire with his brother. Yep, perfect. Yep, and you know, like the, going for the eye gouge and and, and it, just that shot yeah. of them on the stairs. Oh my god. Yeah, there were so many of those like, shots in that episode. Yeah, mm. I liked it. I, I liked thought, it like, too. the actual city falling to pieces was really well done. But if Arya doesn't survive, I'm going to freak out. Uh, Macy Williams turns out to be the best actor of the whole bunch. She really is. She's so good. Well. Her dazed look, just walking around that last couple of scenes. Yeah. It's, wow. No, M- Macy's good, but I, um, who, who's the guy who plays Tyrion? Cause that, oh, 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 uh, 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 Dinklage. Dinklage, yeah. Peter Dinklage is, um, he made the entire series for me. I don't think I yeah, would have no. kept watching the series if he hadn't been so fucking entertaining as Tyrion. The best scene for me ever was his last, like, bitter speech before his sentencing. I didn't kill him. I wish I did. I wish I had enough poison for ever. I wish I let this city burn. I saved all you ungrateful pieces of shit. <laughs> so good. And he I drink. Crying. Yeah. And I know things. Yeah. I need that shirt. It has to be a shirt. I'm sure it is. Yeah. My in my in my dreams, <clears throat> um, Danny and John both die. Arya kills Danny after Danny kills John. Yep. Um, they offer the throne to Lord Baratheon, who prudently refuses. Um, so the throne then goes to a Stark, 
which would be uh, Sansa. Sansa marries Tyrion. They are on the throne. They're, um, the hand of the king is Sam. And the master of whispers is Arya. I, and it has to be... It has to end up with Sam writing a song of ice and fire. Yeah. I still think the song of ice and fire is about John. But no, but like he remember that whole scene where like you have to balance history with being informative and entertaining. You need a great title. Hmm. No, I don't. Yeah. Remember that? No, I don't remember that. Yeah. Hmm. And he said that all to Sam. Who said that to Sam? Um, the, uh, 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 oh, the maester, the maester, the maester. Yeah. Uh, God, I love him. Broadbent. I I remember that. Okay. Yeah. I should watch the whole series again. You know, watch the scene where, um, later Lena's like, be a dragon plays a bit. Oh my God. Barry is so, so fucking good this season. Have you been watching Barry? Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Um, two episodes Mm -hmm. ago, it was a whole episode of Barry and his handler trying to get, um, Oh, Stephen Root, right? Uh, I forget his name. Um, the, Bill from uh, King of the Hill. Oh, yes, 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 that's him. Yeah. And uh, they spent an entire episode trying to track, and like, a 12-year-old girl who knows karate. No. And the thing is, like, neither of them have seen anything like this girl before. Like, she's, like, bouncing off walls, climbing up trees. She's just absolutely ridiculous. They're both terrified of her. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, was, it was really good. It was really good. Anyway, I need a cigarette. What's a cubit? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Right. Uh-huh. Right. right. <laughs> okay, enough for you. one coming in. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone's a good actor on that show. Yeah, no, Barry. <laughs> and the the woman who plays Sally, I want to say, <laughs> um, that must be a hard role to tackle. Yeah, to... There's not a lot there. No, there is, but the problem is that what's there is not anything that's redeeming about a human being. Like, Sally is a shitty, self-absorbed person. Well, a lot of actors are. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. But to take a character who is so unlikable as Sally, and we understand that the reason Barry likes her is because she's, she's a, she's a photogenic Hollywood blonde. And that's the reason Barry first became attracted to her. And just the fact that she was willing to talk to him like a human being, which he hadn't experienced before. But every now and then we get a sense of just how little she actually gives a shit about anyone. And she's she's just so in her own thing. And to tackle that as an actor, to just be that unlikable, well, to write that without seeing misogynist, is yes, really hard. yes. And and she doesn't. Yeah, she's she's a great character, but I would not want to fucking play that character. And to, have, to tackle you that, you, to you got to give her props. Radiate likability to survive it. No, and she doesn't. That's the thing. Like she's she doesn't. Oh, that's the point of the character. Is is that? Um, she is really unaware of how shitty a person she is. And she's, but she's very, very interested that you know about her. <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she, yeah, like she's completely self-absorbed and shitty. Um, and the only reason she's as prominent as she is in the show is because Barry's fallen for her. And he, the only reason he's fallen for her is because he doesn't know any better. And he doesn't think he deserves better. That sounds hauntingly familiar. Yeah, well. Okay, so now that I've cheered yeah. this all up again. Yeah, okay. All right, well, hey, John Wick 3 is... Uh, John Wick 3 is good. Is it good? good. So oh, the Deadwood movie is apparently pretty good, too. Yeah, where's that coming to? Uh, HBO. Oh. This ended this month. Hmm. I wish it, I... it has an amazing poster that just says, Welcome the fuck back. 
Now, it should have said, welcome the fuck back, cocksucker, but okay. Deadwood, Deadwood was um, uh, Timothy Olyphant, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. That's what made him, that's what put him on the map. Well, for me, it was Scream 2. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, re- I seriously, I noticed him in Scream 2. I'm like, that guy's fucking going to be fucking no, famous he's got, he's got charisma for days. He does. Yeah, he was like, he was like if Billy Zane had actually gone on and had a career. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Well, yeah, well, like, what, what the fuck did Billy Zane do after Titanic? The Phantom! Oh, wait. That was before the Titanic, <laughs> I think. It was before Titanic, yeah. 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 Like, he, he, what's it, um, Raylan Givens, what, was a likable Harry Callahan, and yes, more people need to appreciate how difficult it is to balance that. Oh, Raylan was a fuck. I would have made out with Raylan at the drop of a hat. Well, do and like he's kind of shitty to his baby mom. I guess do they ever, they never get married, do they? No, but they remain friends, and yeah. uh, and when he retires, he goes out and lives like where she lives with yeah. her husband. And he, he, yeah, just, she's not married, but he's still a father to his kid. No, she she's married to another guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still there for his daughter. That's right. And it's just like, this is complicated and interesting, and I'm going to miss this show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then he went and did uh, that zombie thing with Drew Barrymore. It's okay. Yeah, but it's just okay. It's I just thought that okay. just got canceled. It did. That's and not a, renewed. I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, mean, he's I really like the diet? neighbor kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the neighbor kid was cool. Like, that's a, that's a hard, like, that's an easy character to mess up. And not make him likable or interesting, but he's 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 got he's got good uh good timing. Hmm. All right, yeah. all right. Well, by this time next week, Game of Thrones will be done. Yeah, HBO will have folded as a network. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we'll have at least those two will have something to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will have something to say. Also, I will live off vicariously off the spoilers. Also, so. people were saying that in the in the Mage's Tower, Danny had a vision of snow on the Iron Throne, and that's why she's going to die. After seeing the raising of King's Landing, it was probably Ash. Yep. Yep. Well, no, it was it was snow in the dream, but it's yeah. No, oh. it could have like. Hmm. Well, then that's it, that. Nah, it's it's it was it was prop snow. Right. I need a cigarette. <laughs> it was close. All right. All right. All right. Good night, gentlemen. Before I start yes, quoting sir. more 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 stuff, Alex, thank you for being here. Sorry for being political. Uh, Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Remember, it's okay to laugh at the records. Just forget who is talking. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Can you separate? Him from his comedy. That's an interesting question. Which we will answer another day. <laughs> Thank everybody for listening. We'll see you in a week. I don't oh, think cool. our generation can. <laughs>